Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Thursday, November 16th, 2023. A driver suspected to be under the influence of alcohol was arrested on Old Woman Springs Road on Monday night. Shortly after 11 p.m., an officer with the California Highway Patrol contacted Jonathan Roca, 29, on Old Woman Springs Road, just north of 29 Palms Highway. The officer determined that Roca was driving under the influence of alcohol and arrested him. The arrest report indicates that Roca has prior arrests for driving while intoxicated, and in addition to charges of felony DUI, Roca is being charged with driving on a suspended license. Jonathan Roca was arrested for suspicion of driving under the influence of alcohol and booked into the West Valley Detention Center on $250,000 bail. A Yucca Valley man was killed in a dirt bike crash at Sunfair Dry Lake Bed earlier this month, and the community is holding a car wash to raise funds for his fiancée and children. Online news editor Robert Hayden has details. Gary Ray Dean Austin was involved in the crash on November 4th, where he sustained serious head injuries. He was hospitalized after the crash and succumbed to his injuries on November 11th. Austin was 22 years old and leaves behind a fiancé and two young children. Funds from the car wash will go toward funeral costs and providing financial support to the family during the difficult time. The car wash will be held on Saturday, November 18th at Solar Now, located at 566-2429 Palms Highway in Yucca Valley, and will run from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. If you can't make the car wash fundraiser, you can donate to the family via an online fundraiser. You can see a link at this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. The Morongo Valley Community Services District Board of Directors held their regular meeting last night in Covington Park's multi-purpose room. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart was in attendance and has this recap for us. Reviewing next steps for hiring a new general manager took up to an hour of the meeting's time. Proving controversial, various concerns were raised about the budget for a new general manager, including questioning whether the salary offered would attract the right person for the job, fluctuating hours with possibility of overtime, whether the salary would upset the firefighters, many who are still making minimum wage, all while the majority of the board and attendees questioned the decision to proceed hiring a new general manager when Fire Chief and General Manager James Brakebill is doing, quote, an excellent job, unquote, straddling both duties. President Gorky insisted staying on course discussing hiring, reminding the board Brakebill taking over general manager was only supposed to be temporary. But various attendees, including members of the fire department, suggest the personnel would be tempted to quit if this decision was pushed through, especially with their current inequitable wages in contrast to what a new GM would be earning. President Gorky called for a special meeting on Tuesday, November 21st to discuss further. Bids for the CSD's office reconstruction were looked over for a plan that includes building a locked cabinet room, an extended bathroom for ADA compliance, and turning the second bathroom into an IT closet. The decision on a bid was tabled for Tuesday's meeting, as well as the bid for mold remediation in the fire department's bunk room. Board members agreed that fixing the roof held precedent over the mold removal, with more rain on the horizon this winter. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. The San Bernardino County Land Use Services Department did a comprehensive study of the impact of short-term rentals on the housing market. Tonight, the County Land Use Services Department will discuss the study's results. Reporter Hillary Sloan will tell you how to participate in the conversation. The San Bernardino County study included community outreach meetings and direct communication with property managers, schools, and local service providers. The research data and analysis are now available for download at the county's STR website, str.sbcounty.gov. 
www.gov forward slash ANNO. Land Use Services will also hold a virtual meeting tonight at 5.30 p.m. to present the study's findings and gather input from the public. This meeting is in anticipation of county staff's planned December presentation to the Board of Supervisors. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. The Basin Transit Board of Directors meets in regular session today to consider revisions to their budget and capital plan. They will recognize Basin Transit's employee of the quarter and hear comments from the public. The meeting begins at 5 p.m. at 62405 Rabina Road in Joshua Tree. Basin Transit will host its first Thanksgiving food drive tomorrow, and you are invited to contribute and help fill the bus. All day long, Basin Transit staff will be collecting non-perishable food items, turkeys, hams, and other holiday staples, and putting them in a Basin Transit bus to be delivered to the way station for distribution to needy families. The Basin Transit bus will be collecting food at the Walmart parking lot in Yucca Valley tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Santa Claus himself is teaming up with the 29 Palms High School Interact Club, and the Big Jolly Man will be appearing in 29 Palms to meet with kids and take photographs. Santa will be at the Starbucks in 29 Palms tomorrow and Saturday, and photos will be $5 each with funds raised benefiting the Interact Club and Senior Class. The Interact Club's annual Thanksgiving Community Food Drive is this Saturday, and there's still time to sign up for a holiday meal. To get onto the list, call Reach Out Morongo Basin at 760-361-1410. Mara's Christmas Wish, the charitable organization that provides food, cards, and toys for children, will be holding their first volunteer meeting of the year tonight at the Yucca Valley Community Center. Everyone is invited to get involved in Mara's Christmas Wish tonight at 6 p.m. Some new things are happening in Yucca Valley. One of them is a requirement by the state of California for organics recycling. During Friday's Up Close show, Gary Dineau spoke with Yucca Valley Mayor Rick Dennison and Town Manager Curtis Yakimo. Reporter Hillary Sloan rejoins us with a look at the new requirements. There has been a lot of buzz about the new state demands for organic recycling, but it has not yet to hit the public. Yucca Valley's SB 1383 Organic Recycling Program will be rolled out in January 2024, beginning over the next two months, to accommodate the state's aggressive regulatory requirements. Gary Daniel wanted to know how this mandate would affect residents. Town Manager Curtis Yakimo said. At the end of the day, the biggest change that our residents will see is the addition of another bucket. It's going to be a green container for green waste and organics. Uh, The resident will also be able to have a little bucket that they can have in their house to put in food waste, scraps, things like that. Daniel asked if the requirement would increase the trash bill in Yucca Valley. And Yakima said. Our trash bills uh, is set by Burtec. On average, rates went up about 24%. has pressed Burtec to keep the increases minimal. The last two years had no rate increase, while understanding that once organics came online, it would be significant to cover the cost of equipment, cans, labor, and pickup routes. Organics program information will be provided to commercial, multifamily, and residential properties through site visits, letters, flyers, postcards mailed and handed out, employee tenant training web 
webinars, live food scrap demonstrations, and information on the town's website. The Town of Yucca Valley and Butech will offer a live webinar on December 18th at 10 a.m., and a live food demonstration will be held in January. Listen to the Friday, November 11th Up Close show on Z1077FM.com to hear more of the interview. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. And finally, the Yucca Valley High School Lady Trojan basketball team scored their second win to start the season by beating the tournament host Riverside Poly High School 69-25 in a second round game last night. Senior Cadence Terrence was a force again, scoring 23 points. She was followed by junior Taylor Monroy, who hit six three-point baskets on her way to 22 points. Junior Cece Gilmore was a strong presence in the post, scoring 13 points, while freshman Nevea Backlig came off the bench to add seven points. The Yucca girls are now 2-0 and zero on the season. They play Ayala High School from Chino in a third-round tournament game tonight at Riverside Poly High School. Tip-off is at 6.30 p.m. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.